Hey, what's up, you guys? This is your girl, Jermaine. And I'm Jessica. And we're Ascended Queens. Welcome back to our show. We got another great one for y'all, as usual. So excited. So how have you been, Jess? I've been good. Um, I'm not going to lie. I had a good little vacation recently, and I'm not saying what I did, (laughs) because haters going to (laughs) hate. You did. And it was beautiful. And I was like, damn, I was kind of hating. I'm not going to lie. I wish I was there. Yeah. But it was really nice relaxation, like super disconnected. Not really, you know, didn't really have the phone. There was no TVs. Um, Definitely in a jungly, beachy area. Mm. um, Isn't that how it should be, though? Yeah. I, I feel like every probably three times a year, something like that would be good. Even if it's a little staycation. You know, it's good for the soul. Um, but yeah, I've been good. So I'm just coming back from that and getting back into the swing of things, excited. I feel like, you know, the tides are turning energetically and I'm feeling that and I'm really excited about it. I feel like, you know, a few bumps in the road happening, right? Like socially, what's, you know, what's going on in the world and in the United States. But I feel like overall we're transmuting a lot of shit. So yeah, our eyes are wide open, you know? Yeah. 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 How about you? I mean, I've been good. I've been chilling. I've been working on things, getting, get my life together. Also, not being crazy, but just a little bit crazy. Like, part of me, I was like, dang, should I sell my house? <laughs> Take the money and run. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. Like, the housing market's wild right now. So I was like, damn, like, I've already made so much, like, since I bought it. I'm like, should I just take it and run? Like, what what should I do? And then I was like, damn, girl, you're getting real excited. Just chill out. Just chill out. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that and then working and, and just working on some personal projects. Um, staying grounded per usual. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to, right? Because there's so many things that are happening that want to lift us all the way off the ground and just... Listen. You know? <laughs> Swirl us in a tornado and spit us out. Yeah, not ready, not down. I don't need that. We did that. Uh, um, no. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We are good. Yeah. Speaking of being good, because I know, like, sometimes we get real deep on the show, and everything, every episode, no matter what, even if it's a lighthearted, we're dropping gems and baubles and jewels, <laughs> and it's gonna happen, right? Like, I love it. You we, threw mine in there. I threw it in there. Um, but you know, we've been feeling a lot more just lighthearted and like the dope thing about this show is it's almost like a diary of two friends that get to converse and process and talk about stuff in real time. Heck yeah. Right. But from like a spiritual perspective, we wanted to like talk again about relationships because there's been just, you know, a lot of tomfoolery going on and just questions that we (laughs) even got. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, I would say relationships is a very funny topic. It's the one thing we all either want, don't have, or can't get right, or still struggling with, or it's like the biggest thing we have to deal with in our lives, right? Even if it's just platonic relationships or family relationships, like we, you're going to be dealing with people. Anytime you're dealing right. with people, you have to learn to deal with some shit, you know? Right. <laughs> this brings me to like 
this wasn't even one of the things you wanted to discuss, but I want to ask you about this because I feel yeah. like this is a big kind of question or ponderance that I've had for a long time. So we have this idea of like the bad boy, right? Like, and I feel mm-hmm. like among women, especially not to throw us under the bus, because I think men do it too, but what is it with this whole thing of, you know, the nice guys finish last. So you have the the right person or the person that feels good in front of you that's super nice, very sweet, but they're not really a challenge, right? Because they might know themselves. Like, I feel like I'm that guy, right? That like, I know myself, I'm not going to play games. I'm not going to act like I don't like you if I do. I'm not really, if I like you, I like you. If I don't, I don't. There's no challenge in that really. Like, but I notice that I feel like a lot of women, they get exactly what they say they want. Mm. And then they run or they sabotage, like, or they abuse that person like mm. what what is that and have you ever found yourself like doing that yeah I've been on both sides of it um okay. I've definitely been the one who kind of got everything that I wanted and then I wasn't ready for it you know what I mean mm-hmm. um it came around at a time that I was like nah <laughs> yeah no and I've actually talked about this like on the show yeah. like this is like early early episodes um I talked about like I met someone shortly after like I had been dumped and um it just wasn't the right time I was not in a place to be able to be open to anyone or anything and so um yeah I've done that but I've also been on the other receiving end of it and it sucks either way like it sucked that I did that but it also sucks that I've had that done to me too and I'm just like yo (laughs) Yeah. Like one of the biggest things I think is like, I think in relationships, right. Or in life it's I don't know if it's our generation or just, this is like a societal norm that I don't think we take enough time Mm. in between. And you've talked about this, like you said, take a year or whatever, but I don't even know if a year is sufficient. It's hard to put a timeline on how much time that you need in between situations, because I actually had this thought too, and this totally coincides with this. It was like, I was thinking, I'm actually glad, one, that I'm single. (laughs) Two, I'm glad that I haven't found anybody serious enough over the last few years, because I realized that after my ex, the one who I like was really in love with and just like, you know, was devastated after you know, that relationship ended, I think it's taken me, I'll even say this long to not even just get back to myself, but just to be okay being single, to learn a lot more about myself, to close old cycles. Yes. You know, and I say old cycles, I mean like repeated patterns of either whether it be abuse or neglect or abandonment issues that I have, insecurity that I have, in relationships or around or surrounding relationships, like I had to really work on that for myself. And I've done a lot of work over the last couple of years on myself because I'm like, I've I've been through a lot, (laughs) you know, but even in going through a lot, I had to learn a lot about myself and let a lot of shit go, Yeah, you know, because coming onto this planet, you may experience a lot of trauma, but it's okay to let go of a cycle. It's okay to want something different for yourself, Yeah, you know? And I think one of the biggest things for me was that I learned, and I think I talked about this too, is that the idea of being like super vulnerable, super open, super in something, you know, kind of scares the shit out of me because I've never had that. 
I've never, mm. like I've been in things fully, but was it really fully? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was always this element of distance, be it like the physical distance or be it emotional distance. Mm. Um, and so there was always this level of distance. And I think I was very comfortable with that distance because I think I allowed myself to get comfortable not having to fully commit. Because I think when you fully commit to something, you're saying like, I'm here to grow it, nurture it, love it, all of these things, but then also be on the other receiving end when those things come back at me. And I don't think I was ready for it to come back at me. I think that was terrifying. (laughs) Which sounds crazy, right? But it's like all the things that I actually genuinely want, I kind of didn't really want because I was scared of them. And so... Yeah, I had to I had to break cycles so that I wouldn't be that girl that would push away good things anymore. Because, again, like I said, when I had met someone who had like all those great things, great qualities, I pushed it away, you know, and I've also experienced it so that I think I could understand what I was doing on the other hand. But then it's like, damn, okay, girl, get it together. Yeah, but that's the beauty. Like, I mean, I I say at the very least a year, like I always take several years um, and just not even on, I definitely take at least two years. Like that's my like, okay, year two um, is a minimum, but I've definitely taken, you know, well over. But I think that that's the beauty of it is like, even when people are, you know, not in a relationship, are you doing the work that Jermaine just talked about? Are you taking responsibility for who you've been in other relationships so that you're bringing a new version of yourself into the new relationship that you're wanting to create? Otherwise, you might as well just stay in the memory of the old relationship if you're just going to cycle it back into your life, right? So, Well, I mean, that's what most people do is they just continue to cycle it back in their life, cycle it back in their lives, because I've done that. I've been that girl. It's hard to do the work to say, okay, I'm also bullshit because I'm accepting this, 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 and this, and this, 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 and this is not what I actually want. I actually want something different from myself that isn't physical distance, emotional distance, you know, like I want something different. Like, and it takes courage to actually be open to that. Yeah. And to, you know, like while you're saying that, I had to, I was cheated on one time by somebody that Mm. would have been the last person on earth that you would think would do that. Mm. And um, for just, just a few reasons. And when it happened, it was so just dirty. It felt when, when it happened and was so disrespectful. Um, And it had to do with just even a spiritual center. It was just really um, ugly to me. And I, and it was all intuition. There was, I had no evidence at first. I just knew, you know, and I was friends with this person or knew this person before. And it took many years to get to a point of healing. And now we are, she came to my birthday. We are not this year, but last year, obviously. And um, <laughs> we are friends and I'm her confidant and I, and I'm hers. And, and, and we, just have so much love and just respect for one another because we got back down to zero and how I was able to do that. Cause people are like, what do you mean? Someone cheated. To... But that's your emotional response. A lot of people are just reactionary, right? You're just, yeah. you're very triggered. And of course that's in the beginning. That's like, you're, you're triggered. Cause it's just like a fight or flight. Right. But like mm-hmm. with her, I had to take responsibility also for who I was in the relationship and ask myself, 
why might she have done this, right? Like who was mm. I being at the time that had her feel like she needed to do this to get out of this relationship with me, right? Mm. And I wasn't the best version of myself. You know what I mean? I was I didn't want to commit. I was younger than her. I, I had a hard time. I still wanted to go out. I still, you know, recognized that she was like wifey material, but I was 20, like 24 years old, right? And she yeah. was like 30 at the time. So I was still just at the height of, you know, going out and she and was, like, I just came out. <laughs> yeah. And she was like ready to settle down. And I just was trying to be that person, but I wasn't. And I saw where I hurt her as well. And so I think it's, it's so healthy to always like when you, you know, depart from a relationship, number one, always be grateful for that person being in your life, even if it hurt, hurt you because they didn't have to be there. They didn't have to spend whatever a year, two, three, 10 years with you and expend their time and their energy on you. Like that's a, it's a huge deal to me when someone's like, I want to spend whatever little extra time I have on this planet with you. So number one, like being gratitude for it, being gratitude for the lessons, for the touches, for the affection, you know, for the intimacy, for the knowledge that you're gaining. And then also, okay, how could I have been a better, better version of myself? So you go into the next, number one, you attract, um, First of all, even before you attract another relationship, just so you're the best version of you, you enjoy being with yourself. You, mm -hmm. you're, you're dating yourself and you're not even like, I know with you and even in me at times, like you and I have been out, you've seen me have no urge to even look at people in that way. Like where, Girl. you know what I mean? Where I'm just close, like, this is not why I'm here. I'm here to have a good time. Of course, yeah. we are attracted to, to people and we might look and kind of give a flirtation, but my energy was just like, this is, you know, this is, this is where I'm yeah. at, you know? I feel it. Yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I also co-sign on that. Um, you know, Jessica said, like, you know, be grateful, be thankful. It may take you a while to get to grateful and thankful. Right, <laughs> Especially yeah. depending <laughs> on how, you, you know, your man's going to pull the ratchet out. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling the truth. Um, it may take you a while to get to grateful and thankful. Yes. Okay? Because. Some people out here is wild as hell. And sometimes you just want to punch them in the throat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And sometimes they deserve to be punched in the throat. I mean, I don't condone violence at all whatsoever. Please don't be punching nobody in the throat. She will go to jail. Um, but I will say that some people out here <laughs> have the audacity. <laughs> the caucasity. <laughs> the caucasity. <laughs> um, they got the audacity to just be cutting up and doing some fucked up shit, you know, treating people wild. Like they, they're expendable. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Girl, even with yeah. friendships, people be acting like people are expendable. Girl. I'm not going to get into mm -hmm. that, but. Mm. Well, we kind of talked about it and with the toxicity episode. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is the year of look, relax, let relate, go, let flow. Yep, relax, relate, release. Like, like Whitley said from a different world. <laughs> Is that what she said? Relax, relate, release. Yeah. Oh. Jasmine guy. I love that you went into like full accent and everything. That was pretty great. If anybody that needs me in their series, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Okay. So question. So obviously you said with that girl that you dated and you gotten cheated on and it took you guys a long time to come become full circle. Um, I guess to ask a question, like, is it healthy to main, maintain relationships with exes, you know, like that you have, like, like what, what's a good 
thing. Like, is it healthy to be in, in like a friendship with an ex? Like, is it okay? Like, what's not okay? Like, is it different? And then I was going to say also, is it different for, do you think it's different for us as gay women or queer women than it is for straight people? I was a mouthful. Um, Sorry. No, okay. no, no. Break one down first. <laughs> okay. I think it depends on the person. And I think it depends on the, on the relationship. Me personally, I require that because I, um, I believe that souls come into your life for a reason. I, who am I to, you know, decide that, you know, that that reason only needed to look one way and, mm. um, and to discard the energy of a presence that might've started out, that may have gained my attention because there was a romantic interest, but was meant to be a friend. And so mm. I have, you know, a few people like that and, um, and I won't part with them. And I don't have, there's, I mean, you'll see the interaction is completely platonic. Most of them are in other relationships, one of them married and we are just really good friends. And so I do require that. I understand um, if you're not, if you cannot handle that, don't even act like you can um, because it took, a, it took a minute for me to be able to do that. Uh, but yeah, I, I require it. And the girl that I'm with also is friends with people that she's been with. And so it works in that way. Now, if I see something that's inappropriate that happens, right, my intuition tells me mm, there's something more then I'm out. Mm. You know what I mean? Of course not. You know, but I, I think it depends on the person, depends on the relationship. And I do think it's different um, for heterosexual couples. Mm. So then do you set boundaries? Like, and what types of boundaries do you have? Um, you know, it's funny, and I did have this happen in, um, you know, my current relationship where I did meet an ex and we're all drinking it to me because, you know, me with my friends, we're very, you can tell there's no interest on, on either side. And, you know, when you're drinking, everybody can get touchy or, um, your walls can come down. And I didn't like an interaction and it wasn't anything crazy and you know but I just was like I'm not a jealous person but I but my boundary is this like there should be you for me I don't know that you need to be in a room with that person by yourself like if mm -hmm. like I don't know that you should be not by yourself because I'm, I'm in that way but ah. so like maybe there was still a little something there I feel like from the other side I feel like from the other yeah. person there was there's there might have been a little something I think she had just broken up with her ex and I think she was needing a little attention and maybe she used to go to this person that for happens it. yeah mm -hmm. um but I definitely had to set the set it straight and say look I'm not one to be to be messed with like mm. you're not going to disrespect me like you're going to know that like there's no you know that happened one time where I just didn't the interaction didn't feel 100% to me. Um, and it would never happen. If it happened again, I would just be out. And I made that clear. Like, and, and it wasn't even a sexual interaction. But to me, there's just your intuition was just like, I don't like it's an energy. It's an energy yeah. where I'm like, I feel like there's a little something on her end. And that makes all the difference. Like with me and friends that I'm with, we were together years ago, like a decade ago or more, you know, so and I do have a friend that and I say that loosely, an acquaintance that I dated before, you know, this girl, right before mm. it was, but it ended. Right. And so, and it wasn't in 
a complete streamlined year. It was like, an, you already know, but we dated off and on. We had an interaction with each other. Right. When I was done, I was done. And we still are um, in communication. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing like she respects that I'm now with someone else. And if there was something that was inappropriate and I felt like the person I'm with now felt that way, then I'd have to. And that's happened to me, too. I've had people that I've been with that, um, you know, one of them, she's she's very uh, friendly when it comes to me. And mm. I was with someone years ago and that person's like, I'm not that comfortable with her sitting on your lap. And the girl's mm. girlfriend was there, too. Um, <laughs> you know. And I said, okay, that will not happen again. And it was a picture on my phone of a birthday. It was my birthday, right? And she sat on my lap and I could see how it looked inappropriate. So I was like, you're right. There, yeah. was, no, there was no argument. I deleted it, deleted it and I completely honored what she was saying. Yeah, knowing said person that you're talking about, I can totally see that behavior mm-hmm. <laughs> from them. And they're inappropriate all the time. Yes. And- I know that they don't see it it that way, but other people tend to get hurt from that person's actions all the time. But it's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. Okay. And then how story. do you, it was, but how do you, okay. So how do you think it's different for um, queer relationships or LGBTQ relationships versus hetero relationships? Well, I, before we get into me. <laughs> yeah. Cause we don't. We don't do that. Um, no, I think it is only because, and I'll speak for lesbians, I think because we're also friends, there's an element of friendship. Like men and women don't tend to be like friends, right? Like they should be. They should that's be. Literally the basis of any relationship. You gotta like the person. You gotta wanna be friends with them and do shit together and laugh and right. But to, it's not just about fucking and procreating and hanging out. <laughs> right. And not saying don't, you know, don't come bashing us, but I just feel like two women, you know, we tend to have friends and men are friends with other men. Right. And like mm-hmm. a lot of times if men are around a beautiful woman, they think with their dick, let's just think about it. Like, I mean, you know, a lot of times or, you know, so I think with, Me too. I mean, just, just kidding. I mean, let it, let it swing. <laughs> I mean, summer's coming. I'm not trying to be locked down. You know what I'm saying? We missed summer last year. Hopefully shit's going to be open. So I already told y'all, mind your business. Mind your business now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I do think it's different. And I think because we are non-traditional, we we have the freedom to be outside of the box in a way that heterosexual relationships tend to not be able to explore. We're already outside of the norm. So I think we get to explore all kinds of different ways that relationships can look and ways that they cannot. And I think that, you know, like we said, I I would be friends if there wasn't this romantic element with these girls, right? And so we Mm -hmm. just continue on. Okay, the romantic side ended, but we can still be friends. And there is no, I mean, I've slept in the same bed many times with exes and there was no um, sexual uh, interaction at all. Nice. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm. I where should I start? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Where should I start? I don't even remember the question. What was it? Okay. Um, so, can is it appropriate for same sex couples or any couple to have a relationship with their exes? Yes. Okay. So I would say it's okay. I I don't require it like you because I'm definitely okay with cutting motherfuckers off. Like obviously I've said said that. So. I'm okay with me, you know, cutting you off, never talking to you again. Good luck. God bless. This was great. Thank you for the lesson. Thank you for the blessing of the lesson. 
but I'm good. I don't want you back in my life. No, thank you. Right. Um, and I, again, like you said, in terms of friends, I've done that too. Um, but in terms of relationships, like I do have, I have two exes, actually a couple exes that I'm friends with. Um, and it's not that many because I feel like a lot of the other relationships didn't end necessarily that amicably, or if it did end amicably, I just realized like that person having an interaction with you, like it's just, it's not good for my soul. Right. So I don't need, need you around, but um, I am friends with other exes and I think that it has to be very platonic, Yes, you know, and there can't be any weirdness or any gray area um, at all. Like right now, I think that, you know, it, even if there was gray area with an ex and I'm talking to you, it doesn't necessarily matter or bother me because I'm single, you know, but if I were in a situation, then that's when I set boundaries and say, Hey, I'm dating someone. You can't talk to me like that. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I think that's just setting a boundary and a precedence to say, Hey, we're not dating anymore. We're cool. You know, don't, yeah. don't make it weird. Yeah. You know? Um, but I do think you can be friends, but again, like I said, you have to set boundaries to make sure that you are on the same level. Um, and I think that again, with pretty much everything in life, I think everything comes down to communication. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So that everybody is on the same page that everybody knows what's up. You know what I mean? Because I actually saw this thing on Instagram where it was like dating question. And it was like, is there anyone at home who would be upset with the fact that you're on a date with me right now? Mm. Like that was like some random question that it was asking. It was like first date questions. And so I think that that's dope. I think that's a great question to ask, especially if you like that person, you know what I mean? Or maybe even if it's new, like, it's okay. Like, is there anyone at home that you're entertaining or that would be upset for you being out and about in these streets, you know? And I think it's okay to ask questions And not like just that. at home. Like, period. Is there somebody that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a very good question. I, agree I should ask that question. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you need to, holler. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, like, I think it's important that if you are dating someone, obviously, if you're sexually involved, I'm going to say sexually involved because I think that that's crossing a different boundary than just like you meet someone, you guys are getting to know each other. You aren't kind of crossing those lines in terms of sex, but you are, you know, becoming friends and becoming friendly and you're hanging out and you're, you know, doing things, getting to know each other. Um, dating other people is OK, but I think obviously having open communication and open dialogue before you kind of like dip into the sexual energy is very important too. That's kind of a whole nother question. Um, but yeah, I don't really know if it's the same. I mean, I kind of agree with you that men think with their dicks, but I also feel like sometimes there's like that. I I've definitely known of situations where a guy will be dating a girl and he has this best friend who's a girl. And maybe either either one of them kind of have a little something, something for the other. You know what right. I mean? And it always just kind of seems a little inappropriate. I think it can happen in either either instance, you know, whether it's a LGBTQ couple or it's a hetero couple. I think inappropriate is inappropriate. And like you said, it's an energy um, that you kind of feel between two people. And if if 
I feel like if you're not, if, if you can't answer that question, like the question I just asked, like, is there somebody at home that would be upset? Like, if you can also not, if, if your interaction with that person, you can't be open and honest and tell that other person, like, what's up and what's going on and talk about the new person that you're dating, then something, something's not right. Something <laughs> is amiss. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that I feel like, you know, a lot of my even like straight hetero female friends are like, not a lot of them, but one in particular is like, I don't know how you're friends with your exes. There's no way I could do that. I could never be, you know, friends like with my ex and then have a new person and it be like, okay. And let it be known anyway, right? Like they mm. may not know that, okay, like I met up for lunch with so-and-so, but like, are you all kicking it? Are you, you know what I mean? Like, is that your friend? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people, because they haven't spent a lot of time alone, haven't worked through, you know, certain insecurities. And um, like I said, I think it's, and, and a lot of people do cross the line. I mean, let's just be honest. You know, a lot of people yeah, do cross the line. Sometimes there's unresolved energy. Mm-hmm. I'll say energy within a situation or b- between two people. And maybe they do not need to be friends and they both need a little bit more time. But you said that, and I agree with you. It takes time to be able to go from being in a romantic relationship to being friends. I don't, I don't think you can just wake up the next day and say, okay, cool. Like whenever, whenever people throw out that, well, can we just be friends? Okay, cool. But you have, when you throw that out, you have to be prepared to allow both people, you and that other person to completely like exercise themselves or get rid of all of the energy, the romantic energy that they had from being in a situation or relationship with you. And if you're not comfortable with that, then you should never have asked that person to be friends, you know, because I actually think it's unfair. Like if you're just throwing out like, well, I think it's better if we should be friends, you know, like just to kind of like appease the situation or like keep it, make it seem like that's the, the nicer way out, you know? It's not, especially if you aren't setting boundaries so that neither party is continuing to get hurt. Right. You know? So speaking of boundaries, because I feel like a lot of times or lately, I feel like there's been like this kind of disconnect between, you know, you might have your set of boundaries and your time frame and the other person might have their set of boundaries and time frames. And how does that coalesce together? You know, like... When is, let's say, it appropriate, do you think, when someone's dating to be like, okay, where is this going? What time frame is it that you move from dating to being official or to maybe then, you know, introducing them to your friends and family? Like, what do you think is mm. like an appropriate amount of time? Because people get, I mean, that can make or break relationships. Like, if, Absolutely. right? What do you think about, like, what, what time is appropriate, do you think? Whew. I mean, I think, realistically speaking, that question is different for everybody, you know? And I don't think anybody can have the right or wrong answers when it comes to answering that question. Because what I may feel comfortable with, you may not be comfortable with. Or the person that you meet or date or whatever may not be comfortable with or vice versa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, for me, I don't have a, I don't have a realistic timeline, you know, like I could meet someone, we click and connect. Um, I do want to kind of just take it slow, 
But if we click and connect and things are going really well and things are healthy, I'm open to just seeing where it goes. You know, I don't have a time frame. I don't have a timeline to say like, okay, cool. I meet you three months down the line. We need to be in a relationship or six months down the the line. We need to be in a relationship or we can start having the conversation to be in a relationship. No, I don't. I'm more of a flow, go with the flow type of a person. But I will say this. I am someone who regularly likes to communicate and have check-ins per se with someone I am talking to, dating, romantic, sexually involved with, because I think it's really important to constantly be on the same page. And if one person isn't on the same page, then you guys are not flowing with each other, you know? And if you're not flowing with each other, then that creates conflict and discord within your connection. Even if the connection doesn't turn out to be anything, if you don't communicate your needs, your wants, your desires, where you feel like things are going, then you never get your own personal needs met and vice versa with the other person, you know? And so like, say if that other person kind of has like this time frame in their head where maybe we date a year or two and then kind of maybe after a couple years, we can see if this becomes a relationship. If for you, that doesn't feel like it resonates, it's okay to have a conversation and say, hey, like, I know that this is your kind of like timeline, your boundary, all of these things. Obviously, we, we work really well together. Do you feel like you see this turning to a relationship? Um, I think it's okay to ask those questions. Those types of questions only scare away people who don't know what they want or people who aren't, aren't I won't say worth it, but if they're for you, that type of question isn't going to scare that person. Mm. You know, if you are of the same frequency or energy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? If y'all are on the same page, questions like that, or if they're grown, right. I'll say that too. If you grown, a question like, hey, I understand that maybe you have this timeline or this boundary, but do you see us? How do you see us? How do you feel about me? You know, where do you see this going? That shouldn't run or scare someone off. Right. Because that is actually an opportunity to get closer to each other because you actually sit down and have a real conversation about what you want, what you need and what you desire. And if what you want, need or desire makes things uncomfortable in your situation, then one, I think you're dealing with somebody that's immature that can't have an adult conversation that doesn't have any emotional maturity, you know, because it takes emotional maturity to say, you know what I do? I like, for, for example, I'll say this because I've seen this question so much and I think it's kind of strange, like when you literally haven't even met someone, but people ask, what is it that you're looking for? Off the bat, like on apps and shit. I'm like, I didn't even know your last name and you're asking me what I'm looking right. for. <laughs> like, I actually find that strange. Um, but I'm honest. I'm like, listen, like I'm not in a rush by any means. I'm not trying to make anyone into anything that isn't meant to be Mm. there. But I do desire a partner, you know, a life partner. I do desire that. But I'm going with the flow. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to rush into anything. I'm not trying to force anyone into any position that they're not meant to be in. But I do love the open dialogue. I think that that's great. Thank you so much for asking me. This is what I desire. What is it that you're looking for? You know? Yeah. Wow. I love that. Sorry. No, that was no, a whole no, no. 
No, because you said it like perfectly. Like, here's one question though. So what would you do on the other end if the other person, let's say, you know, you were dating them for like two weeks and you're feeling them, you're, you're feeling them, you're, you know, and they ask you like, can we be, you know, official at this point? Let's say a week, not even two weeks, a week, but you guys have been, you know, going hot, heavy, you know, you're really feeling mm. each other. And she's like, look, I know, I know what I want. <laughs> and what I want is you. Let's, let's make this, <laughs> let's make this official. I would say I appreciate your sentiment and your zealous energy to want me. Um, and I am flowing and I feel it. I feel your energy, but I'm not ready to get there yet. You know, like, I really just want to continue to kind of like float along. Maybe we can give this a few more weeks or a month. Or a couple of months and then and then cross that bridge and see how that feels, you know, because I personally feel more comfortable with that. Like I've said this in the past, like I've been with nar- a narcissist or someone who does the whole love bombing thing. And I don't think you can really want to be with somebody after right. a week or even two weeks. You know what I mean? But I do think that, you know, a, a few months in, you can definitely flow with somebody and feel like, oh, I really like you. I really enjoy you. I actually start envisioning you in my life and my future. Like, you know, where, where, where do you see this going? I think is an approach is an okay question yeah. to ask. I'll even say two months in, but also it depends on how much time you're spending with that person, how much you are actually having conversations. Now, if you only didn't seen that person once in a week and you talked twice on the phone and those weren't long conversations, then that's strange. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause in reality, it's like, what are you, what do you want to be with? That's my question. Right. You know, because the deeper thing is like, what about me? Then that would be my next question is like, what about me makes you want to be in a relationship with me? Because, again, this is a great opportunity to have open, honest conversation and dialogue for that person to have their needs heard, met, understood and vice versa. You know, indeed. What about you? (sighs) You know, I'm on a super slow train. Um... Jessica's like, I'm running for no. the hills. <laughs> no, I think like six months to a year of dating is, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm going with the flow too, but I think that does make me feel more comfortable. Like that time frame of like six months to a year of dating each other to see if like, okay, this is something that I want to invest a lot more time in. Um, I have had it where um, the last significant, you know, relationship I was head over heels in love. She was, um, and she asked me, I think two weeks in and we were seeing each other oh, you wow. know, all the time. We were, mm-hmm. um, I do feel like we were like, at least I feel like we were, we were, did fall in love, like head over heels, like crazy. But she asked me to be her girlfriend and it actually was a red flag for me. I was like, mm-hmm. why? You know, I remember thinking, <laughs> why? And, um, I told her no. Cause I just was like, uh, I need to get in. Like, no, I, I feel the same way, but I just don't understand what the rush is. You know, right. there, there's a, there has to be a reason that you need that title. Um, and then, so I said no. And then a week later she asks again. So now it's three mm. weeks in and I still was like, why, you know, like reluctantly I was like, okay. Like I know that I feel the same, but I do feel like I felt pressured because she kept, you know, she kept asking. I did feel exactly the same, but I just felt like there wasn't a reason to have to title mm. it. And I was kind of concerned yeah. about 
what she thought would change. And it did change, you know, a lot of things that, you know, she became more controlling, you know, she, she felt like she had more mm. of a say in my life now. Um, yeah. Interesting. So, and that is why I was single for like 10 years after that debacle of, of drainage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually agree with you that if somebody is asking you to be in a, in a full-fledged exclusive relationship after a week or two, um, yeah, I would actually agree that that's a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a couple months, that's one thing. A couple weeks is a whole, you don't know someone. Yeah. You know, like you can definitely resonate a lot with their energy. Um, but I think it takes a, I think you can spend a lifetime with someone and still continue to understand that person and know that person because we're constantly growing, evolving and changing. And so I think the trademark of a great relationship is being able to flow with a person throughout each change of their life. And again, having that like emotional maturity to have those hard conversations to say, hey, my needs, wants, and desires are being, aren't being met or are being met, or this is how I want them to be met, right. you know? Um, but I don't think after two weeks, you can really understand someone enough in the totality that they are to say, I want to be in an exclusive relationship. Obviously, you feel like that energy of like flowing with the person. And I feel like you, you, you love it. Yeah. You enjoy it. You want to, you want it around, but you know, the wanting after two weeks to kind of like lock right. that down seems like that's more out of yes. insecurity than it is out of actually wanting to be with that person, yeah. you yeah. know, and you, especially like in you in that situation, mm. sorry to cut you off. I feel like, you know, the, like you, she asked you two weeks in and then you were kind of like, oh, no. And then, like, even though you were feeling it and feeling her, you expressed that to her, but that wasn't right. enough, you know? And I think that that's interesting to me is, like, if someone's expressing to you, I like you a lot. I don't want to date anyone else. I enjoy your energy. Like, it's just yeah. us, you know? I'm just trying to get to know you, you know? But I don't necessarily feel like we need to throw a title in. I'm not seeing anyone else by default, you know? And that's not a positive or negative thing. That's just how things are. But I just want to get to know you more before we make that decision. I think that that should be enough. Yeah, it should be. And it will be moving forward. Let me tell you that. Yeah. I actually think there is. So I've had the reverse actually, um, where I having a conversation about kind of where things were going, um, kind of made someone run off. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was interesting to me because I was like, all I'm asking you is kind of like how you're feeling about this situation. You know what I mean? Like, are you enjoying this? Like, do you, wh what is it that you want? And I'm not saying I want to be with you tomorrow, but if six months, a year, however long comes, are you open with your state of where you're at to being in a relationship? And that person was just so thrown <laughs> by me asking that if they, it felt like pressure mm. to them. And I'm like, I'm not pressuring you to be in a relationship with me because I never actually asked you to be in a relationship. All I'm asking is how you feel about all these things, because that tells me a lot about you and about how you think and about how you would operate even in a relationship. That tells me more about you, how you respond to that question than me even wanting to be with you in the first right. place. <laughs> And I'm trying to figure all those things out. 
Because I haven't even made that decision of whether or not I want to be with you or not. You know? Right. Yeah, because a lot of times, I mean, you're spending, like we said, time, effort, you know, and energy and you're exchanging energy, not even just, you know, sexually, but just mentally, emotionally. And mm-hmm. you want to know, like, where are you going in life? Like, where do you, where do you like, in like relationship wise, what do you see? What do you want? I mean, I had met uh, a, a woman a couple of years ago and literally the night that I met her, she was like, you know, do you want kids? And I was like, oh, you know, huh? that's deep. You know, but we were both, I think, you know, just 39 and um, 38, mm. something like that. And so I kind of understood yeah. why she didn't know that because I don't want kids, right? And she wants kids really bad. Mm. Um, didn't stop us from getting to know each other. Um, and I actually did say, you know, if you were that person, these are the circumstances that under which I would have children or a, a kid, yeah. you know? And what's funny is, listen to this, people, is... Even though I said that, then she would move the carrot a little further and say, well, I want multiple kids, right? Mm. So that's when you know that, number one, this to to me, it was an indication of self-sabotage. Like she wasn't ready to even have this relationship because she kept moving the carrot, right? And so eventually, Mm. and that's why I'm in the relationship I am now, eventually I just washed my hands of it, you know, tried to stay in the ring as long as I could because we did have a deep connection um and what's funny is the person i'm with now we don't have this like super deep crazy spiritual connection as as i've said before we have more of like a mental um connection that's then becoming Mm -hmm. you know more emotional it's the opposite of what usually happens and it's and it's interesting for me to to watch and to experience because it's just the opposite of you know you have your blinders on first and you're emotional and you're super you know sexually driven um, and with her and I, it's kind of the opposite. And we're both in our forties, you know, and then, and above. And, um, so it's just a different mind state that just has us choose each other. Like, which I love, I love that so much. Yeah, There's no necessity. We both have what we want mm-hmm. and what we need in life. So there's no rush. Like there's nobody trying to rush the other one and, you know, we do yeah. little check-ins too, which we can probably serve to do, you know, more. But I think that we, it's like, okay, well, where do you see this and where, because no one wants to waste, she doesn't want to waste her time. I don't want to waste mine, you know? Nobody wants yeah. their time wasted, you know? But I love that you said we get to choose each other. I actually said recently, because um, I was actually on another friend's podcast and um, I, and I'm not really sure how I feel about this anymore, but I feel like for uh, as long as I can remember, I felt like I've wanted to get married. Um, But I'm not actually sure I actually want to get married on paper Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, And I'm not sure. I don't know. You know, like it's not necessarily off the table, but it's not necessarily fully on the table either. Like, um, I I don't know if I've talked about this, but so my mom, her situation with, I guess I'll call it my stepdad, but they're not married. But he's literally been like my dad, like my whole life, you know. Um, my biological father, he peaced out when I was younger. I'm pretty sure it says this. Um, but they're not married and they're still together. They've been together almost like like beyond 30, over 30 years and um, or at least 30 years. And to me, I think there's a lot of beauty yeah. in that. You know what I mean? Because there's this idea that you're not forced right. to be here, but you choose yeah. to be. And I'd actually rather be with somebody because I choose to be with them 
than us staying together like for the kids because you see that a lot in hetero relationships because you know maybe they got divorced or married when they were really young and they changed and they're not really on the same page anymore but they stay together for the kids and then around that college time when the kids leave for college you know then they kind of get a divorce because then they're left to be with each other because the whole time they were in this relationship the focus was the kids not their relationship and so when the kids leave it shines a huge light on all the issues and problems and then they divorce or break up and then the kids end up feeling like oh gosh well why you know is all of this a lie but it's like realistically if (laughs) a lot more people approached relationships about a choice every day like do you choose do you still choose me you know like, I want to know, like, I feel like that's the importance of having check-ins with another person, whether you are dating in a relationship, you're married or in like a committed partnership, mm. you know, I think it's important to know if that person still chooses you or not and not just know it verbally, but see it in their actions. Yeah. And I think that's, that's why it's important too to kind of like have your own life as well right like your own set of friends your own you know family relationships that you nurture and that's literally one of the first things that I tell people is like you know do you have your like I have my own set of friends and I have like a close-knit group of friends and sometimes we you know may dart out like Jermaine and I may dart out to Palm Springs or I take trips for I'm trying right, to go tomorrow. And I take trips <laughs> for my birthday. And sometimes you you're always like I keep saying you're always welcome, but you're not always invited, right? So are you okay with that? And do you have your own group of friends? And I think that actually causes a lot of problems too, is when the other person mm. feels like they have to be everything to this person and the other person mm. relies on so it becomes like this codependent relationship. And with me, I'm very independent. And I want to have my own Same. relationship with my mom. Like, I want you to have one too, but it's very important for me to have alone time with her. It's, a, it's important for me to have alone time with my friends. And that then has me yeah. also be able to nurture those, those dynamics and also come back to choosing you, right? Come back to, hey, I actually want to go home now to you. I want, I spent this week in, you know, France with my friends or whatever, yes. or this, this weekend that I just went away and did my own thing. And when I say my own thing, it just, just could even be by myself and just to have some respite, you know, but I think mm-hmm. it's healthy to do. And I even saw a, a relationship close to um, one of my siblings recently kind of fail because one person to do a few reasons. One, I think was a lack of emotional maturity. And then an, another, I mm. think was just not having their own life and relying so much on the other person who already mm. was doing so much who uh, in their own life, right? And so, especially women, I'm talking to you out there, you know, I'm talking Ooh. to you right now. Listen, for y'all. Man, like we, we can't say that like we're strong and powerful and we don't want these old goals and then fall right into them as soon as we get into a relationship and want to be taken care of and want mm. to be, um, you know, it's, it was funny, I listened to this I forgot who it was, but someone on Instagram was talking about, you know, we want like the man to like, well, we're equal. So you should also be doing the dishes. You should be cleaning, which yes, you know, but then, you know, the man was like, yeah, but are you going to like do the oil changes? Are you going to, um, you know, do certain things too? Like you're, I think that there is a lot of, we need to re- reevaluate what equality is, what reciprocity is. 
It's not just now just be a princess and sit there and let them pay for everything and let them sit there. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think it's, if you are able to, I think it's, I think it's interesting. I think that has to do with like one, how mm-hmm. someone's raised. And I think also too, it has a lot to do with how much that person has their own independence, like you said, their own life, like you said. Um, and then how much that person knows yeah. themselves because I like, I, I struggle. I'm actually the opposite. I struggle to have allowed people to do things for me because I'm so independent. Like, I mean, here I am. I'm, I'm, I have my own home. Like a bitch holds everything down all on her own. I do not need you at all whatsoever. I I, I know how to work power tools. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I, I mean, it's great to have help. I love help. And I've had to learn to even say, Hey, do you mind washing the dishes for me? Because I can do, I can cook you a meal and wash the dishes and clean up and clean and do everything and go get the oil changed and, 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 but I also, because I'm that type of person that's uber independent, I also have to be the one to say, Hey, can you, can every once in a while, Hey, can you, do you mind picking up a bottle of wine to bring, or can you run to the store to do a little something, something for me? Like, yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, what I realize is it's like, you know, they say that when you already have a job, it's the best time to go for an interview on another job because you don't need it, you know? So the energy, mm-hmm. I just yeah, did that. Exactly. So, but the, the level of confidence that you have when you're not thirsty for it, when you don't need yeah, I guess it, you're right. that's the difference that you can walk into a relationship with. When you walk in and you're not standing on your own too, just, just your own energy, when you don't feel clean within. And I just mean like, you know, you're no longer creating these cycles. You've healed from the past. You're back down to the zero point. You're taking care of yourself mentally, spiritually, emotionally. That's a powerful soul that's now able to attract an equal. But when you're walking in at a deficit, no bank is going to yeah. give you a loan, right? Like you're, you're walking in at a deficit, right. you're thirsty, you're desperate. That's a different level of energy that you're bringing into any relationship. And that other person can feel that pull and it's scary. So that's, that person's going to run and you're going to sabotage point blank every time. Yeah. Well, especially like if you have a situation with someone that is flowing with you, that's willing to work with you, that does want to be with you. And they just want to have their own personal life as well and set of boundaries, then you got to learn to respect yeah. that too. Yeah. It's, I mean, listen, at this point, and we're both, you know, you're late, late, mid, late 30s. I'm just turned oh, 41. Damn. You know, but at this point, <laughs> though, I mean, we got to start learning you're from, right. you know, every experience that we're in and we got to stop you know, just Instagram quoting and acting like that's real. Like we have to actually live it. And yeah, don't just post the quote, do the work, work. move from study to demonstration. It's demonstration time. People like you gotta be out here Mm -hmm. putting your money where your mouth is. And, um, I agree. I love quotes with the best of them. You know what I mean? Like I'll post a quote every motherfucking day, but you better believe I've been doing a hell of a lot of work on myself and shine in the mirror on myself to say, what are all my toxic traits? And what is it that I do that is uh, inhibiting me from actually getting what it is that I want? And is, is what I want, do I really want that right now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had to have real conversations with myself. Because, like, even for me, the, the, I went basically the end of last year and, most, and the beginning of this year. I just recently put an app back on my phone. But not talking to anybody not dealing with anybody. I didn't want yeah. to. 
And that wasn't because I wasn't ready. You know, I was definitely ready, but I just didn't want to. I was like, mm, oh, wait, I like being in my yeah. energy too much right now. Yeah. And I had nothing to do with me rejecting love or even whatever, whatever. I just was like, nah, I just want to, I want to be with me. I want to enjoy my cat. I want to enjoy my house. I want to enjoy this peace and quiet. And then when I'm ready, I'll be, oh, I'll be ready. And I even said actually recently, cause I had a friend ask me if I put the apps back on my phone and I was like, yes, but chill out, chill out. We didn't have summer last year. I'm trying right. to cut up. Hot girl okay. summer. <laughs> I'm talking. Hello. Yeah. Girl. Hello. Hello. I already said mind your business. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be like full ratchet. Well, maybe, but like, I'm, I'm very much the type of person that's like, I don't really, I don't do like multiple sexual partners or anything like that. And I probably won't have sex with anybody, but I'm just saying like, I'm just trying to be out here in these streets. And if, if it means entertaining a few different women, I will entertain you. Let's wine, let's dine, let's go hang out, let's do stuff. But mm, maybe towards fall, we can be beat it out of, you know? I know. Boot up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's right. fall time. We haven't even gotten to summer yet. We're in spring. I love spring because my birthday comes around. I hate spring also because I don't know if y'all hear that I'm kind of nasally. I've been like, oh, this whole episode. My allergies are wild in the spring. And I swear, I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, when did <laughs> when did the pollen right. get so hot? Girl. <laughs> I don't know. Well. Yeah. Another lovely, I think, and light shedding episode, because I always feel like I learned something from you, number one. Um, Vice versa. Every time. It, you teach me so much. I feel like you teach me to be peaceful. <laughs> and I'm so thankful to have someone in my life that teaches me to be peaceful. Because as y'all know, Jermaine's a little ratchet. Okay. Like I just, I'm, I'm blunt. You know, and I tell shit like it is. We got a good so. balance because mm. you're teaching me to be, you know, a little bit more more direct. But I've just been cutting people off lately. I don't even, I don't even talk about it. I <laughs> it's just, okay. All right. Peace out. You know what? Protect yes. your energy. Yes. <laughs> well, another great show. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And, you know, yes. please like, share, subscribe on YouTube, Ascended Queens, DM us. We will have another video coming yes. out real soon. DM us, comment, let us know, you know, if you guys want to hear any certain discussions or topics or you just want to say hi. Yeah. Others. Well, thank y'all. Um, like Jessica said, follow us on the gram at Ascended Queens. Not hard to find. I'm at Jermaine Nichols and Jessica is the Jessica Spencer. And I guess we'll see y'all next time. Peace.